Welcome back to the ITV Live Presents the DJ Sessions, where we feature the best DJs from around the world. I'm your host, Bass Rock, and I'm here with... What's up? Steve Aoki. Exactly. So, uh, you're here on the tour with uh, Borgor and Waka Flocka Flame. That seems like kind of a kind of a random pairing. How did that uh, come to be? Um, well, about like six months ago, I did this um, bus tour with Kendrick Lamar. We mainly focused on the East Coast, and uh, I, I always wanted to do a tour where it was um, multi-genre, you know, it, like brings a whole new element to the show. It feels more like a festival, you know, it feels like, you know, um, and and plus, like, trust me, I love playing with other DJs, I, I love it, but I wanted to like do something different, you know, change, change, blow up, change the game up a bit with this tour. Um, and and uh, when we were looking into like hip hop artists, Waka Flocka was definitely one of the highest names on the list because his uh, energy and his interaction with the crowd was really similar to mine. You know, I wanted to do someone with, with uh, an artist that's turning up and going crazy, you know, on stage, and he's got a really live live show. So that that really works well on, on this tour. And um, and Borgor, we've been uh, when when he moved to LA, we became really good friends and started writing some music together. And uh, and he just became really close. His whole team, the Bicor team, came really close with the Dimmock team. And you know, putting out his EP just came out, and uh, and he brings a whole new other element with bass culture and his sound, and all that. So it's cool. You get like three different kind of genres. I mean, with dance music, it's it's such a wide wide space of music. So you have all these different kinds of genres that people follow. So. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm really happy to, to be touring with these two guys, and then Pharrell on there as well adds a whole other prestigious element to the the tour. And then the Dimock, the Dimock artists that are on different legs of the tour, they have their own sound and bring on their own culture too. And like on this particular show, Botneck is opening, and Botneck are Canadians that are that are actually like changing the game right now. They just did a remix for. Uh, bootleg remix for animals that everyone's been playing. It's just like the monster drop that they wrote. It's it's just funny because it's like a bootleg, and it's like I always have been hearing it everywhere I go. That's cool. Well, I know uh, along with all the artists you have, you also have a wide array of array of uh, visuals. I uh, saw on YouTube video that uh, some of the stage visuals that Cryoman did, uh, where your stage actually comes alive and you got people yeah. actually playing parts of your stage. Uh, explain kind of what went into that and uh, some of the other visuals you have. Well, I mean, I, I've been doing for my stage show when I do crazy show. I'm, you know, I'm known to interact with my crowds. So, um, 
Like I've been caking people since 2011. I brought out, I brought the rafts, you know, back in 2009. So for for like 2013, I feel like every two years I wanted to bring in some new element. So this new element was was teaming up with Cryoman and introducing what I'm calling neon future technology, which is based around my next album, and uh, which is coming next year. And it's you know involving these robots that come to life. Um, you know, like some appendages that I'm wearing, like involve cryo and LED and and some new state-of-the-art, you know, one-of-a-kind technology that's that I'm, that I'm introducing on this tour. So, yeah, it's like you know, we have a big production on this run. It's um, you know, we have a semi carrying new production. We get there's five bosses on this tour. It's a hefty production. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you're known for being a stuntman. What's, what do you think the craziest thing you've done so far is in terms of interacting with the crowd or something that's happened during a show? Uh, I'm a lot safer than I was when I was younger. Uh, no holds barred. <laughs> but, you know, I still, like, will do, you know, some balcony dives, depending on if, if it's safe. But, you know, I've done a couple on this tour. But I'll do it on a, on a bed, an inflatable bed. So it's... Because it's not just about my safety, it's about the crowd's safety. I want to make sure that no one gets hurt. Yeah. These things, Especially know. when you throw those cakes. The cakes, yeah, yeah. We, you know, there's a, there's a sound check. And there's also a cake check. So we got to test our cakes, too. You know, make sure that cakes are are uh, up to the Aoki approval code. You know, like, you know, like the whole point of the cake is, 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 like, to blast someone in the face, but make it... Not, not hurt, you know. Yeah. It might hurt, so you're getting slapped in the face with a cake. You get a free cake. Yeah, but like you know, the last thing I want to do is like hurt, like give a black eye or something. You know, yeah. it's like yeah. they're not hard. You know, we want to make sure they're soft. Make sure they're like, you know, they're not. You know, you you get kicked in the face, but also it's like it's like getting hit in the pillow with you know with the face. Yeah. You know. Hey, I'm a camera guy. I just gotta ask, how does the, the cake tester get paid on tour with you, man? It's uh, he's my tour manager. It's part of his job, man. Yeah, you know, we've, we've turned down cakes before. We're like, nah, 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 nah. nah. We have, I mean, we have a rider. It's been leaked, so people have seen it. It's been majorly updated, so that rider has not been leaked. But anyways, the new rider, um, we're very, we try to be very specific about, like, you know, no, we want to do height. Height is important because if I'm like throwing it pretty. Like far and like the cushion and and we want it to spray like I call it cake brains when like the cake <laughs> just explodes and and then and I also think about the the radius blast I don't want to get like whoever gets cake I want like everyone around them to get blasted too so good radius blast you know with cake brains all over the place you should have crash testers coming in from like Maserati to do this. Yeah, we don't need testers. We got the crowd, man. The crowd that wants a cake, man. Like people in the front row usually know what's what's up now. You know, I've been it took a while though. I've been I've been caking people for a long time. It really feels like longer than two years, but I mean now it's like everyone got it. In the beginning, some people were like were confused, and then I, I I only focus on people that really wanted it. So it took a while, like. But then like it's funny. The internet's crazy because like you know people from all the way from like Hungary want the cake. And you see signs from Belgium to Japan to Australia to 
India, you know, I'm like, wow. People know about South Africa. Yeah. I mean, and you had that one cake toss that was, I think your longest one was about 80 feet. Did you, that's, in, that's pretty far. Did you ever yeah, play sports when you were younger or something? I, I threw out my arm. I can't do those lobs anymore. I threw oh. on my shoulder, so wow. can't do that. Yeah. That's still, I mean, that's still a pretty good, uh, still a pretty good throw. Well, yeah. I mean, moving on to production, you said you got this uh, album coming out, the uh, the Neon album. Uh, tell us a little more about that. Uh, Neon Future is my second album, follow up to Wonderland, and um, hopefully it'll come out like May June. But I don't want to give a month date because it's still not done yet. But it's close, and I'm trying to get it done. It's it's such a long process because, like, you know, I'll, like, I'll, to take you kind of through of how I work, it's like I'll, like, 2012, I released, January I released Wonderland, and then the rest of the year, I didn't really work too much in the studio. I, I finished um, three songs, and uh, that was Singularity, Transcend, and Omega, and those were all collaborations, so I was able to work with other producers, and it makes it faster and easier to finish the songs. Um, for Neon Future, I was, I probably wrote like over 100, 200 loops, like oh, different, wow. different like riffs or melodies or, or like, you know, rhythms, you know, whatever it might be. And then, and then like, what I do is I like, take all that and then like, I just went into a hibernation mode, I went, not hibernation mode, like isolation mode. Yeah. And I, and I, I brought my studio into the mountains and I just, I just, with no distraction, just kind of everything together, you know, forming them into actual songs, and then um, that was January of this year, and that was the same time I started writing the collaboration with Lincoln Park. So a lot, there's a lot of different things going on there, and then and then I spent the, the greater part of the just like fine-tuning the records with vocalists, which is a whole other process. Yeah, you know, you're writing the song, and then you. You write it towards an artist, and then all of a sudden they, they can't do it, so then someone else, and then you kind of tailor it to them. So you have to like change it up, yeah. and um, and trying to do new stuff and work with artists that have not worked with dance music so much. So it's a, it's actually even harder. So it's more of a challenge. Yeah. Um, instead of working with like I, I do work with top liners that that write to the song write to uh, yeah. dance music as well. So it's not like I'm only writing to like. Like, you know, like my collab with Rivers Cuomo, Earthquake People, that was an artist that like, did not work with dance music. Yeah. And, but we, we nailed it together with that one, so it was cool. So well, I, imagine, it's, I imagine it's more fun to go outside the box and work with people who don't normally do this. Yeah, and plus, like, I come from the rock world, so, like, you know, I, I, did, I did a session with Beth Ditto from The Gossip just recently, I did a session with Empire of the Sun mm -hmm. just recently. Those are both really interesting collaborations. Um, just got a studio with Fall Out Boy. Uh, which is a great collab. Um, and then like on the hip hop side of things like uh, Snoop and um, Machine Gun Kelly, Mac Miller, uh, Waka Flocka, and Will, Will Black, I'm not sure if Super Black or Will I Am, um, but Lincoln Park working on a new one. So yeah. Do you have any one artist like in any genre and let, let's even take it further and say past or present. Someone you or something, you know. Uh, is there anyone that you wish you could work with or could have worked with? Um, <clears throat> Kurt Cobain and Jim, Mor Jim Morrison, but maybe yeah, Jim Morrison. Freddie, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury is my favorite singer of all time. Oh, yeah. John Lennon. 
I would like to also do stuff with like Bruce Lee or something, you know? Have him do his, you know that. Or like, just have him talk on a track. Yeah. Malcolm X is like. Just do some scorpion. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Like, that's the great thing about dance music is there's no, there's no like limitations. You can record a car going over a bump and then you do like a DV bass bash and like, do anything. Yeah. So getting, you know, getting a little more personal. Um, so how did you how did you start DJing? You know, what, what what inspired you? You know, and even maybe even after you got started, what inspired you to you know did did you DJ first? Did you produce first? And you know, how did you make that transition? It all really started from hardcore, punk and hardcore, which is my roots. Like I I um, I took a lot from that community. It's like the whole idea of self-discovery and determination to get to just learn and figure things out on their own. I learned everything unconventionally. I never trained on any 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 like creative trait of mine. It's always just you pick it up and you just figure it out. With with absolutely everything I've done, like you know, picking up a guitar and playing it, bass, drums, singing, um, to starting my label to you know, that was like the first kind of elementary steps, like me, you know, fucking around and figuring things out when I was a teenager to college and then, and then DJing, you know, I didn't get lessons or anything, I just, I had vinyl, this was before Serato or digital stuff, so I was like DJing with vinyl. And then uh, playing parties and train wrecking all over the place in the beginning <laughs> and, uh, and learning the hard way and, and then eventually producing I, I learned from a friend. I first started out 2005, but I did my first remix and I did it as a duo. We called ourselves Science. And and my friend was, uh, he was in a band called Moving Units. So we were t tied in with indie, because I was like an indie kid. I was like, putting up block party and things like that on yeah. the label. So, um, yeah, so he, he knew how to use Pro Tools. We used Pro Tools. And then he, I was just, you know, yeah, I was. Keyboard like you know, like learning how to do all this shit and no, 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 Ableton, yeah. But like the um, I spent two years doing that, doing remixes, and then um, GK taught me how to be, I mean, be a producer pretty much. Like, like I learned from him, and then and then oh seven, I started, I wrote my first remix, which is Duran Duran, the comeback. And then, yeah, yeah, just off of weird science, we're like, oh yeah, we, I'm like, I could do a remix. They asked me to do a remix, and I was like, well, I'm not really doing weird science anymore. I'm like, okay, you can do it. Do it your own. And then um, from 07, I started remixing, and I started working on original music. And then, then that laid the foundation for Wonderland. It took me like four years to three years to finish. So like, I got Wonderland done. It took me a long time because I was producing only in the studio, and. And and uh, and touring a fuckload. So I've just changed. Like I brought my speakers on the bus and I just ran on the bus and and you know two days off, I fly back home. I two two studio sessions and I treat the studio session just just as much as I treat an interview like this. Like I have to be here to do an interview. Yeah. I can't be distracted and do something else while I'm doing this. Yeah. So it's the same the same step. I have to go. Okay, this is due time for the distraction. It's easy to be like, when you're working on your own stuff, to be like, oh yeah, yeah, come on, hang out, hello. And it's like, nope. Lock everything up, focus, and do it. And it's like time management, 
yeah. is it, a big part of it. And that's uh, good because I, I don't yeah. see, you know, so, especially in this industry, I don't really see a lot of, uh, time, you know, time management because you know, people people have hectic schedules. So you have you have to do that in order to get anything done. It's yeah. easy. It's easy to just. Uh, fuck around on tour and not do that. It's fucking easy, really easy. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, if if I do that, then I'll never get my album out. So I just need yeah. to get this. Once I get my album done musically, I'll, I'll do a few collabs because I still have more collabs coming out than I promise I do with other people. Yeah. And I have tons of like weird melodic loops and shit like that. I have, like ideas and I have so. Um, I have like ideas, I, I just send them off to it. But either way, um, yeah, just, yeah. Perfect. Well, is there uh, anything more you want to talk about? Uh, uh no. Okay, perfect. Where, yeah. uh, where can people go to find, more, find out more about you? Um, I'm, there's a thing called internet, <laughs> and, uh, thing on Facebook and Twitter. It's all easy for just the AOP. Okay. Yeah, and then, you know, on the website, but who goes to websites anymore? Okay, well, perfect. Follow Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, thank you for being on the show. Yeah. You're watching the uh, ITV Live presents the DJ Sessions. Uh, you can go find out more about us online at thedjsessions.com and watch more episodes there. Uh, I'm, again, I'm your host, Base Rock, and thanks for watching. <laughs>